From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how publicly creating drama can hurt your marriage and what you can do instead. And uh, think about this quote attributed to Anonymous. It says, don't start drama and then say that you hate drama. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking a lot about drama in today's show. But as we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, this is an opportunity for you to hear from somebody else in the One family who is Mm -hmm. experiencing real transformation, real breakthroughs in their marriage. And for those of you that are brand new, we just want to say welcome. Yeah. We love having you as a part of the one family. And for those of you that have been around for a long time, we love knowing that you are listening each and every week. So this week's hug is sponsored by ZipRecruiter and you can check them out at ZipRecruiter.com slash one. And I wonder, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, there's no juggling emails or calls to your office. You simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash one. And one more time, just to remind you to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. Now, this week's hug actually comes from an email that I received um, from one of my coaching clients. Mm -hmm. And this is what a wife had to say. She said, I think we've continued to grow in our relationship since our first coaching call. Amen. That session was, I think, a missing jump. I needed to dive full into what I needed to do. It's hard to get out of what you're used to. And before that time, I would occasionally be edging back into old habits. That then would set off feelings of mistrust for my husband. I think our communication now is really good. We're still working through things from time to time, but I think we're being honest and open with each other. We're also growing more in our faith. This has been a huge change for us. Oh my gosh. You know, we get emails like this and Tony doesn't actually see the coaching emails because they go to a separate email address, but, but to see a wife realizing what she needed to do to see it bridge that gap for her and to see that they're now growing Mm -hmm. together. Hello. You want to talk about a marriage changed? Yeah. So amazing. Well, here at the one extraordinary marriage show, what we've always been about from the start, when we started this show seven and a half plus years ago now Mm -hmm. is, is all about being open, honest, and transparent. And we believe that Elisa and I getting behind these mics and sharing with you guys how we can be open and honest and transparent with each other and you then transcends into your marriage Mm -hmm. because you guys get to see a real live marriage of 20 plus years here 
working through that. It's Absolutely. not always easy. It's not always the, the best. For those of you who've been around, I love you guys. We love you guys for being here you know, through this journey. But it's about being open, honest, and transparent each and every step of the way. Absolutely. And, you know, jumping into today's show, you know, Tony said at the start that we're going to be talking about how publicly creating drama can hurt your marriage and, and what you can do instead. And, you know, there's been a lot in the media lately about people calling each other names via the social media platforms, right? Mm -hmm. People speaking poorly of one another. And, and just in general, there's been this almost acceptance of people using the platforms that we're all on. I'm talking Facebook, I'm talking Instagram, I'm talking Twitter, Twitter you know, to use these platforms to, to really destroy relationships, mm -hmm. right? And it's so easy to look at the celebrities or the political figures and, and you know, be able to point a finger to them and say, wow, you know, like you guys are awful, right? How disrespectful are you? And, and you know, we, we're so quick to point to other people about their behavior. Mm -hmm. But today in this show, we're going to be talking about how that actually plays out in marriage, right? Because we see it happen all the time. It's, it's tagging your spouse with a frowny face on, you know, a, a, some kind of post on Instagram or Facebook. It's, and, and we say that because we'll post things on both of those platforms on our public pages and we'll see those, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll see the snarky remark to us as well as in tagging a spouse. Absolutely. It's, you know, putting up on the social media platforms. So publicly creating drama mm -hmm. about how you've been wronged, right? Because you're not addressing it with your spouse. You're just putting it out there as fodder for everybody else to suddenly start commenting on your life. It's, it's putting up a post that's maybe very directed at your spouse without mentioning them by names, but everybody in your circle is like, uh -oh. what's going on there? I have your back girl. Don't mm -hmm. let that happen to you. I got you buddy. You know, something's wrong. You let me know. We'll work this out. You know what I mean? Then those comments come in feeding you going, Oh, I am in the right. Mm -hmm. She or he is in the wrong. And is that really the truth? Is that perception reality? And, you know, the quote I read at the top of the show, you know, don't create drama and then talk about how much you hate drama. And, and what we're, what's not happening is that people aren't necessarily thinking about the long-term impact on you, on your spouse and on your marriage when you make that decision to publicly create drama for your marriage, right? Because I get it. I I've been hurt in my marriage, folks. You know, Tony is an amazing guy. And I will tell you that every time I hear him speak the intro, it, it does something to me. Like he's got this incredibly sexy voice and I'm just like, oh, that's just my guy. lights you up. But here's the thing. And this may burst the bubble for some of you. He's not perfect. Okay. Like I, I know somebody's just like, are you kidding me? I, I think like, he just burst my bubble. Well, I've told you before that you're not perfect. <laughs> but, but what we had to learn over the years is that he may not be perfect, but social media is not the place for me to lash out and take out our frustrations or my frustrations on him publicly, right? And th the problem is, is that we are actually closer to our phones and to those access points of being able to, to like lash out than we've ever been at any point in time in history. Mm -hmm. We are. Right. How fast can you post a tweet? I mean, some of you, it's like a seven second thing or a post to Instagram or a post to Facebook. Right. You're really you're really fast at it, but we're not 
counting the cost to our marriages and to this relationship. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you what feels good in the moment, right? Like, oh, I'm going to zing right now. You know, Tony and Lisa just put up that Instagram post and I'm not feeling especially loved by my spouse. So I'm going to, you know, frowny face or I'm going to say, I wish that this was my marriage. And we get it. A lot of you do. We know. Can I be really clear here? We know a lot of you are not living out the marriage right now that you want to have or that you hear about on the show or that you see in the posts. (laughs) But I want you to count the cost of what publicly creating drama. And that's what we're going to be talking about before we get to some specific action items. But what that cost is to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those of you that have kids, this is going to relate to you. Or, or when you were younger, you're going to remember this when it happened to, to a teacher, from a teacher or from a parent, right? When you get called out publicly, right? We remember either seeing it happen or having it happen to ourselves. And we were in a classroom as a little kid and the teacher calls you to the front of the classroom and just like lays into you and you're mortified. I remember still my second grade teacher, my buddy Jeff and I, we were playing with our matchbox cars and old Mrs. Aguirre, I'm going to call her out because I <laughs> love her. She's retired long ago. I still remember second grade teacher, folks. I mean, so how old are you in second grade? Eight? Like seven. Seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Right. And she got our matchbox cars, picked them up off our desk and threw them across the room and shattered them on the uh, the chalkboard. I still remember that. Pretty vividly. Yeah. Pretty, oh, yeah. Pretty vividly. Because here's, here's a, the situation, right? Publicly shamed. Public drama, right? You know, second graders and their matchbox cars. Like, let's face it, that was something near and dear. And it got taken away. And not just taken away, but destroyed. Kind of like when things aren't going well in your marriage. And it's feeling like it's being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that was able, that was done in an environment where, you know, there's probably 25, 30 kids in your classroom and you know, give or take back, back then back it was the probably day. 20. Yeah. All watched this happening. Right. And you better believe all those kids went home and told their mom, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what happened to Tony DiLorenzo today. His match. We're doing the same thing on social media folks. And, and back then when you're seven, when you're 15 and your high school principal, or your t- high school teacher, or your call, whoever your boss calls you out, it doesn't feel good Mm-mm, no ever and it didn't like as scared as tony might have been of mrs Gary throwing the matchbox car it might not have necessarily made him want to change that behavior because now he's just ticked off at his teacher because she destroyed a matchbox car no it changed my behavior oh it changed my <laughs> behavior believe me we didn't bring them in and, and make sure so they were not so shown at seven right it has <laughs> a little bit more of an impact but you, it makes you want to like hide right it makes you it puts you in this fearful yeah, we would hire, hide our matchbox cars. See, they would still bring them. They're not entirely changing their behavior. They just got secretive about mm-hmm. it. Right? And, and I don't know why we think that things are different as adults. Right? We have this idea that we grow up and, and things are different. And, you know, it's all like, well, I'm a grown-up now. The, f- the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of us, and I put myself in this boat, we're just bigger kids. Right? We've got different coping mechanisms. But, but the reality is, is that when we got married... We did so for better or for worse. That's right. Right? There was no, and my coaching clients know this phrase, there was no promise of rainbows and unicorns. Like it didn't happen. Not for a single one of you that you got promised rainbows and unicorns on your wedding day. And yet we have this expectation that even though we're living with somebody as imperfect as we are, that things are going to be perfect. Right? And this other person, guess what? They have mood swings. They have disappointments. They have good days. They have tough days. And yet 
here we go airing our dirty laundry across the social media platforms. And I don't know how many of you actually remember clotheslines now that everybody has a dryer, but you know, Google clothesline if you haven't seen one. <laughs> um, but the reality is, is that when you would take my mom, bless her heart. I, I think she probably still has a clothesline, you know, in Puerto Rico. I'm pretty sure she does. I'm pretty sure she does. I think we saw it. But when you air out dirty laundry, right? When you put it out there and you hang it out on the line, your dirty laundry does not become clean simply by hanging out there for everybody to see, right? So the same thing is true when you air the dirty laundry in your marriage. When you put it out so there good. on social media so good, and you're like, this is all the crap that's going on in my marriage and I'm going to let you all comment on it and I'm going to like post frowny faces and I'm going to tag my spouse and call them out. Ultimately, it doesn't change one simple anything, one single thing, not simple, one single thing about the situation. All you're doing is saying, hey, this is not going well. Let's see how it works if I add a whole bunch of drama to it. Mm -hmm. And bring in everybody else's opinions and comments and thoughts that don't know really the whole story, right? They're sitting there commenting on a brief one, two sentences, maybe Mm -hmm. three. Some can be longer. You know, but do they really know the entire story? If you were to, you know, send something to Elisa and I, we don't know the entire story. We're seeing what you what you've sent us, mm-hmm. and yet it would be a disservice to us to respond to that and try to give you advice because we don't know the whole thing. That's why when folks jump into coaching with Elisa, everything starts to get brought to the surface. Everything starts to be taken apart and piece by piece. I mean, her coaching clients know it. When they start with her, it, what is it? A nine question mm-hmm. questionnaire that they get, that they need to fill out as much as they possibly can. So Elisa can sit down with them and go, oh, okay. So when you first email me or you first reach out to us, here's the one little snippet you gave us, the two or three sentences. And yet now with these nine questions, I see a big picture. I see the broadness and what's really going on and from both perspectives and the dynamic happens. So if you're in a place where you're looking at coaching and you're wondering what it would be like for you and your spouse, go check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching and you can learn more about what it's like to begin that process with Elisa. And, and I want to say one more thing as we're talking about, you know, just this like whole digital footprint and public drama and all this kind of stuff is I don't want you to think that we're only talking to women. No, because a lot of people are like, all. oh, well, it's just that must just be the ladies that no, are posting everything. No, on no, there. no. Um, both men and women post a lot about their spouses on social media platforms, mm-hmm. right? So and neither one it. of you is off the hook. And, and I want to talk to you, right? Because this whole idea of public drama, uh, public shaming, creating all of this, you need to be really aware of your digital footprint. Folks, because when you post something that, that it's, a, you know, it's attached to your name, right? And because of that, when you're speaking negatively, when it's out there, let me tell you, people can see that you're a negative person, right? And, and you know, you're, you're creating more negativity in your life. When you post something, folks, your spouse is going to find out whether you tag them or not. The ones I like the best are when they tag their spouse and then seriously, you know, five minutes later, they take it down. 
And I'm sorry to say, you may think you got got away with it, but I bet you your spouse saw it. Well, somebody probably took a screenshot and has already sent that to your spouse. And, you know, it's like I've been telling my kids since they were old enough to understand that I will always, I will always find out, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe not right away, but I always, I always find out. And so here's the thing. What is going to be the impact to your spouse and to your marriage of seeing your words of negativity out there for everybody else Mm -hmm. to consume, right? Like, my wife thinks this about me. My husband is saying this about me. H- how is that going to solve the relation, or the problems in the relationship? How is that going to change the dynamic and grow it when the, all they can fixate on or they're having people text them or they're having people say, hey, you know, I saw this on Facebook or I saw this on Instagram. What's going on? And you're like, I didn't know anything was going on. Oh, guess we got some problems. And, and everybody else, when you do that, right? Because social media by definition is social. Mm-hmm. That means that other people see what's going on in your relationship and guess what they do? They start forming judgments and opinions on what's going on in your relationship. And they're, they're judging both of you. Let me, let me be real clear. They're not just judging the one that you think is in the wrong. Mm-hmm. They're judging both of you. And, 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 and I just want to say that your spouse knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. You both know what's going on. And so as Elisa said at the top of the show with this week's quote, don't start drama and then say you hate drama because really what's happening is that you know your spouse and you are having an issue. You begin to, you, you, you post that out there and then you're like, oh, I can't believe all this is coming down on us now. Well, you just created it. You know, you just tenfolded it by doing that. Mm-hmm. And so we really need to think and go, okay, is it really worth airing this all out on our, on these social media platforms? Not saying you don't have close people beside you that you may speak to who you trust confidently are going to keep this and, and possibly work you through this counselor, therapist, your coach, close friend, whatever it may be. But the crazy thing is, is that I have all this drama going on in my life, but I hate it, but you created it. So what's the cycle here? Right. And the thing when you post it too is, and I've seen this with a lot of my coaching clients is that when you decide that, okay, you've emotionally calmed down, like your emotional temperature is lower and mm-hmm. the two of you are going to start working on the relationship. You still have to listen to all the chirpers out there who have an opinion about your relationship because they saw what you posted on Facebook or they saw what you posted on Instagram. So it's, you know, you got to think through this because it doesn't have to be this way, right? The two of you can make different choices on how you're going to handle situations that arise in your marriage. Cause the fact of the matter is, and I've said this once already in the show, two imperfect people, Mm-hmm. spending their life together, you're, you're going to have things come up, Yeah. right? You're going to have situations where you're like, ah, what can I do? What do I do? But before we do that, we want to remind you that if you are hiring and looking for a place to post your job to find the best candidates, you want to check out ZipRecruiter.com slash one, because with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to a hundred plus job sites with just one click and then use their powerful technology to efficiently match the right people to your job better than anyone else. So make sure you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. So the first thing that you need to do as you're working through this and going, okay, you know what, if we're going to cut out the drama, mm-hmm. right, we're going to, we're going to say, you know what? We're not going to go to, I would say we're, we as a couple are not going to go to our social media platforms to air out our dirty laundry. And when we say dirty laundry, it's the issues, the problems, the, the impact that is, that is upon our marriage. Right. 
Right. And so the, the first thing, it starts with a commitment that you will not speak or post anything negatively about your spouse ever. Right. That's a commitment. Like that should actually be part in my mind. That should be part of the wedding vows. At this point, I'm sure. It, right. Be. Like I, I'm not ever going to post anything negatively about you. And I'm I'm not saying, folks, that if somebody asks you how you're doing, somebody that's trusted, that you're going to lie to them and be like, hey, you know, rainbows and unicorns when it's really like, you know, storm clouds and, and tears. Yeah. Listen to last week's show. Right. We can handle it. There were, there were tough times over the last 90 days. We're not in the clear yet. And Elisa and I still have to deal with each other at times. You know, again, we're two imperfect people and, and we're, and we're working through things as well, but it doesn't mean we've committed to not put negative postings about each other. It's just not going to happen. Are you going to see stuff? Possibly. You're going to hear it here more than anywhere. You're going right. to you're going to hear it here on the show. So those of you who are part of the one family, you know what's going on. You know, we're going to we're going to go after it right here to let you know that we're not perfect. And everything that we've shared, just so that you all are very clear over the last seven and a half years. So you might hear us on interviews, maybe by ourselves and mm -hmm. things like that, talking about situations in our marriage. That's all been shared here first. Yeah. Right. Totally. There's nothing that comes up on those interviews, but it's also a commitment to being on the same team with your spouse. Right. Can I be really clear? And I know I mentioned this last week when we were talking about in the episode, we can handle it, but the two of you are not adversaries in this thing called marriage. Right. right. We see that with politicians, right? They're adversaries. They're fighting against each other. So they're doing their best to create a smear campaign so that the other person looks bad. So that they'll get the votes and, you know, yay, yay for them, right? And I don't care which side of the political spectrum you're on. I'm just saying this is, hap this is what happens in politics. Right? Yeah, and we did a show years ago, uh, episode 128, and I'll put it in the show notes here, called Playing on the Same Team. And, and that's all about, you know, what are we doing to be on the same team in our marriage? So I'll put, sh uh, I'll put a link here in the show notes. It's episode 128 for those of you who want to go back, playing on the same team. And when you're... I just want to give a couple, um, a couple extensions to the idea of playing on the same team. Sometimes that means that you're going to call a timeout, right? Teams do this all the time, right? Things may not be going so well on the field. And so they call a timeout to kind of regroup and figure out where they're going to go next. Okay. Don't be opposed to calling a timeout in your marriage, mm -hmm. right? To saying, hold on, you know, I'm feeling a little heated. Things are not going the way they, or we've got a situation and things aren't going well. I need a timeout or we need a timeout or we need to, we need to just cool off. Right. And it may even mean putting some structure around your conversations, right? Some of you are trying to have four hour conversations with a spouse that can handle 20 minutes and things spiral really fast when you get to the 22nd minute because your spouse is done. And you're wondering why. And you're wondering why. And then they check out and you get mad and then you post it. So we got to structure conversations here, folks. Right? So you're on the same team. You've made a commitment not to speak or post negatively about each other. Right? And you have to have people that you can turn to. You have to have that trusted network so that when something happens, you do have somebody to talk to. Right. I don't want you to be mute and stuff this all inside of you for the next 50 years of your no, marriage. No, that's not that's not going to be healthy whatsoever. Like that's just ridiculous because some of you are verbal processors. Right. So you absolutely need someone to talk to. But who are you talking to? Right. Maybe it's a marriage coach. 
like you, you heard the comment from, um, or the email from my coaching client at the beginning of the show. We've been talking a little bit about marriage coaching throughout the show. Maybe it's a marriage coach that you have regular sessions with, uh-huh. right? Somebody that is allowing you to like pick out different strategies and really hold you accountable to creating change. Maybe it's a therapist that you're working with. For some of you, it may be a pastor or an elder or counselor at your church, but here's the thing. You and I, we all need people that we can talk to that aren't going to pass judgment, right? That's a huge thing, Uh right? Find somebody who's not going to pass judgment on you and that doesn't have a personal investment in your relationship. So this is when I say that I'm talking about like the friends and family that you're so quick to turn to, right? Because when we post on social media, who are we contacting? We're contacting friends and family, right? And so they've got a personal investment and they all turn into mama bears and papa bears Uh going into protection mode and, and, you know, totally taken sides and you know now we've got us versus them and that kind of thing that's not who you need to be talking to you want drama to go down in your life don't talk to all your friends and family at least not with all of the the junk Mm -hmm. that's going on why because you're gonna get more drama and and i want to just add something here too is we need to go to prayer in these moments and times and and as I'm thinking through this and having gone through this process where, um, not between Elise and I, but having to, to take back my other business. And I just remember, you know, as Elisa's bringing this up, you know, people who don't have a personal investment in your situation. And it was really easy for me to go to my buddies and other business owners that I know and I trust and I value to get their opinions. And guess what? Each and every one of them were on my side. Each and every one of them were like, Tony, this, this, and this. Tony, you need to do this, this, and this. I did that. When mm-hmm. he asked me, I was like, oh, here's my opinion. Right. And I, and I just know for myself, I had to go to prayer. Mm-hmm. And I went to prayer. And I went to God and I sought God out and asked for him to shine the light on this situation and give me clarity and give me vision for what I needed to do moving forward. It wasn't my last resort. It was not my first resort though either. Mm -hmm. It was probably like my second or third resort. And I'm being truthful with you here. And yet when I did that, even though I was hearing everybody, my wife included, who, you know, she, she had a strong opinion of what I should do. And yet I heard God speaking to me, giving me that clarity to do what I thought was right at that moment. Still was tough, still was hard, and yet that's where we went, that's where I went to. So don't forget, going to prayer as well. And, and can I just share with you all, Tony never posted any of that on social media. No, I mean, there are friends even to, to this day that I'll see, they're like, hey, how did it go? how's it going? You know, you transitioned out. And I'm like, actually, you know, I had to take it back. They're like, what? I haven't seen anything or heard anything about it. I'm like, yeah, you know it's at a need to know basis at this point in time. And you know, those who are close to me who didn't know about it, I, I share some of the details, not all of it. And a lot of that is to, you know, cause I had to move on. Right. Mm-hmm. I had to bury bitterness. I had to bury, you know, hurt and, and unforgiveness. And I, and I buried those right. in, in my, my men's Bible or in my men's prayer group. And so, yeah, you, no, nobody saw that stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that stuff is going to happen in our marriage. It's going to happen in our life. And, and what we want to do 
folks, we don't want to be those people that are inviting more drama to come and take up, you know, a seat at the dining room table. Mm, 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 mm. There's enough drama in the world. Do not invite any more into your marriage. Do not invite any more into your bedroom, right? Like tell drama to go next door, right? Be creative. Because we want to have good sex. And drama doesn't drama create... Drama does not create good sex. It does not create good no. sex. No, but you want to create an environment that allows the two of you to grow and to flourish. And you want to do an environment that the two of you are supportive in, supported in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got to take an active role in minimizing the drama and creating your support network. Right? Because when you choose to minimize the drama by, you know, again, making that commitment to not post negatively, when you make the commitment to be on the same team, and, and when you have that network, guys, drama doesn't even have a place. Can't even knock on the door because you're like, you know what? Sorry. We don't talk poorly about one another here. We have a team that surrounds us that's supportive of our marriage. We know we're on the same team. And we're going to live our marriage following those steps mm-hmm. because we know storms are going to come. We know we're going to be frustrated with each other. We know there are going to be disappointments in our marriage, but we've made a choice that we're not going to invite all of that other stuff in to our relationship. Yeah. And if you need somebody to help you to go through this, we're here for you. Elisa and I have been here long enough. We've helped many, many of couples, thousands and thousands of couples to go through this. So if that's you and you're looking for help in, in moving forward, one, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. If you're just not sure where you're going or what to do, you can always reach out to us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. But this week, folks, kill the drama. Make it a point for seven days. You're not going to post something that's going to bring drama to you, your spouse, or your marriage. It is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. 